The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. I am your host, Jeff Shannon, and we're going to kick off a new year of 2023. And I thought, what better way to do that than is to get an update on our county road superintendent, Toby Ellis. Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so glad to be here. Well, you know, you went through this big campaign. You know how much fun that is. <laughs> so how did how did all that go, and how did the transition happen? Well, the campaign went really good, and uh, when I walked into office on September 1st, uh, I was met with some really great, wonderful people. I'm very happy with the, the crews, the experience, professionalism, the people that I work with every day, or I just feel like they're second to none. And I know people say that in general, but I really mean it. I, I feel like I'm very blessed, and I think the county is blessed. Overall, with working with all the county departments, Sumner County is blessed with, with great people, mm-hmm. great experience. I work with the Sheriff's Department daily. EMS, EMA, we we help each other, we teamwork great with each other, and everybody is willing to, to pitch in and help in hand whenever they can. And I'm just, I'm very thankful to be in the position I'm in. Well, and having that communication line, I think is so important, especially when you have such a large organization, you have so many departments you have to coordinate with, you know, keeping that communication line open. So they can call you and fill you in on something and vice versa. Uh, I think that's really half the battle right there. So if you lose communication, you don't know what's going on. That's right. We had a little winter wonderland back a few weeks ago. I I still got to talk to the weatherman. He said it was going to be a, I think the term he used was a, the, uh, a dusting. And, uh, we did not get a dusting. Uh, we got an actual snow event. And so, what our crews did, we had temperatures plummeted. I mean, it was cold. We had to get out and salt the roads. We had a lot of ice, and we worked all the way through Christmas Day. Felt like we had really done a great job keeping the roads in good shape for travel, especially over the holidays. And then I'm sitting there. I'm actually with my family at Christmas dinner, and my my daughter-in-law says, well, there's talking about a little snow coming in tonight. And I looked, and I was like, it looks like a lot of snow <laughs> is coming yes. in. And it was way worse. And it was a wet snow that stuck to the road and froze mm-hmm. really quick. And mm-hmm. uh, But we, we got out there, and I, I was out there. I was in a salt truck. And we had a good time, and the attitudes and the workmanship – you know, guys were working, I had guys working 16, 17 hour days. Wow. And I was really glad that we got out there. The, of course, the sheriff's son, he does a wonderful job with his deputies, the communication that we have with each other. You know, they've got eyes on the road. When they're traveling the roads and they see problems, they're great at communicating with me and letting me know where there's some dangerous situations out to where we can respond oh, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, and, and the, you know, the thing impresses me uh, about you is you actually get out in the trenches. 
because you actually kind of know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, you That's could drive right. these trucks. You can do all of this because you've been there. You've done it. That's you've right. Got thir- what? Thirty five years now. Yes, sir. Yes, wow. sir. We. So, we were paving out at Wallace Road yesterday, and I was watching the radar. I was talking to my superintendent. I said, I'm headed out there to you. I said, uh, we just had a storm pop up, and it's about five minutes away. I said, <laughs> I'm headed out there. And uh, we got out there. The next thing I know, I'm on the paver. I'm helping them run it. We're doing all this. And these guys are looking around. I, I, can, said, see what? They're, I can see they're looking around at each other going, he knows how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we got wet with each other, and uh, we got the we got the the trucks unloaded, and got the we almost finished the road. But Wallace Road was definitely a uh, dangerous dangerous road to travel on, and we went in and uh, patched the road last week, and then come in and key jointed it this week, and we've paved several sections. We've put almost twelve thirteen hundred tons of mix in nine sections, and so. Now it's ready. It's it's an interstate by comparison to what it was mm. just a few weeks ago. But in a in the next year or so, I'll come back in and re- overlay the road, and it'll be a it'll be a really nice road. Now we had talked about, and you just mentioned the mix. Now, have you formulated? Uh, I know you've changed the mix somewhat on this on the asphalt. Uh, that's being used because of our temperatures changing so much right when we get down to 14 oh, yeah. minus whatever then next day you're up at 80 right or 70 even uh, that has a, a big effect on the materials does it not oh yeah we we have to be this time of year we have to pick be selective in our days that we can actually work it needs to be 45 and rising before we even really think about paving so mm-hmm. we've had a wonderful week where we were in the 50s and 60s all week long and that if you're if you're close to the plant that's a that's a good paving day for January. That's that's the time to get her done. That's exactly right. <laughs> with the with the technology that you have now, which is over the years you've seen that change multiple times. But I think now it, it's getting more critical as we're getting more people coming to Sumner County. The roads are being traveled more. You're right. getting all these heavy trucks. You're getting the, the big rigs coming through. So it, I guess you really have to take a look at that and see how you're going to adapt to the changing situations. Well, one thing I take a look at when we're scheduling on repaving some of the roads, you may see me go in, especially if a road's got a lot of development, a lot of construction on it, you'll probably see me go in there and repair it and spot pave it, but leave it as a whole for right now mm-hmm. until some of them develops start to fully get caught up. Mm-hmm. And then what I like to do is go in and redo the road at that point. Mm-hmm. We, we've we got a couple of roads here in Hendersonville. I know that I've gotten a few calls, stop 30, which is just right on the back side of the station mm-hmm. from Saundersville back around to the city limits. We'll be working on that in the next few weeks. We were down on Center Point Road as late as last night. These pop these potholes can just pop up just all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to temporarily fix some of the potholes in that, which next week we'll go back in and mill out and patch back right. Right now, I've got a lot of work in front of me, <laughs> and we're working very hard to safe up the roads as fast as we can. So 386 is pretty much any paving, that's dot. That's exactly right. So, I mean, I guess my complaint, a lot of people probably complain, you've probably seen it too. When you get on the uh, the on-ramps going on to 386, especially at Indian Lake, I mean, you start to do the merge and there's just a line of nothing but potholes that have been right. patched and it's just right. it's just annoying, actually. Oh, yeah. You try to avoid those because you don't know how deep one's going to be. So when do they actually look at that and say, okay, we need to fix that? Well, I, I'm on the phone with TDOT Maintenance weekly. They're working as fast as they can to temporarily 
necessarily fix these areas so when spring and summer roll back in and they can go in and do a more permanent fix on right it. so right now this is not the time that they go in to fix it right, right. it's just to do a temporary fix and then to move on with mm-hmm. it but they believe me they know i mean i i was going up 109 the other night and i was in traffic it was dark and so you're in a cluster of cars and you can't see it i hit a pothole going up the ridge mm. And if I'd had false teeth, it'd have been an, it'd have been in the floorboard of the other, of the other floorboard in the pasture seat. It, wow. it was bad, and I I uh, called my friend over T dot maintenance and said, "Man, you got to fix this one." It's a good, said, yeah. It's a bad one. Yeah. Well, it's just keeping up with them. I know that you know there's a lot of roads here, yes, and. Right. When you get back in some of the rural areas where they're not maybe not as traveled as much, you don't get a lot of people traveling as you would like a Main Street or that's right, you know, 109 or anything like that. But I think it's just how do you keep up with all of that? Do you have people that just go drive down the roads all the time? Are you getting reports from citizens or what I have done is um, we have 12 tractors. Uh, We have mowing crews that go out daily. We've just now finished within the last couple couple weeks the mowing and maintenance work on the right-of-ways when i come in it's since september 1st we have mowed over 600 miles of of the right-of-ways and we have bush hogged the full limits from from the roadway to the fence post or or the ditches or whatever's there and we're right now we're trimming back trees and going in and doing that but we've really got a big response about you know when i come into office we had roads that the right-of-ways the grass was six foot high no think about that it was over my head yeah and so we've done a very good job of getting caught up with that and we're going to maintain it better going forward to where it's not ever that way again well see it's interesting you say that because i did not know that you handled mowing yes. the right-of-ways and things like that because i know down a lower station camp creek road you know how fast that builds up well the, and i've seen them actually take the big mower and put the mower sideways and trim the oh, trees yeah. going across oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and and the thing is i was getting back is that the second week in office i sat down with them i said these are the things that you can help me with i said i want you not just out there mowing and just not thinking about about the road i said mm-hmm. i want you to look at the striping i want you to look at the roadway and see the conditions is in i want you to look and check the stop signs and the street signs and i said there's a checklist of things that i want mm. you to look at while you're out yeah. because guess what y'all are scattered all over the county every day and y'all are some of my best eyes and so every day they come back with a with a list of things that and then i go out and look at okay and it you know i'm just one person so it creates a way of me being able to be all over the place in one day even though i'm not right and it and it's helping us get two things quicker and uh getting things fixed so something that we take very personally you know some people think when they call in to tell me about something i'm gonna be upset i thank them mm-hmm. i said i really appreciate you calling in and being a good citizen and letting me know this i said well we'll have it taken care of tomorrow well you can't fix it if you don't know what about it. that's right i mean you don't you can't be everywhere yeah no that's right well i I think you know with the the crew that you have on board now you know the fact that you're one of the guys are out in the trenches with them right so you're not some oh he's you know mr hotshot kind of thing you're down in the trenches with them and i think believe it or not I, i i know it goes a long way you know for loyalty for the quality of work you're going to get right uh you're not going to get people complaining about well I, I need you to work a couple extra hours okay boss i'm on board you know that kind of thing the morale is key mm. you know when you have people that enjoy what they do they they have good equipment and they look forward to coming to work 
then all of a sudden this pride level starts it starts inching up and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you see quality and the quality of the work goes up and then there's this vibe people get excited in the county because they feel like you know our road department cares and then they start writing thank you cards <laughs> you know i've i uh i took to the uh highway committee the other night 25 thank you cards that people had just sat down and just wanted to say thank you for for helping me with this and that's special. Oh, and, totally. And, and, of course, I give them to the guys, and I put them up on the board. And I said, this is not me. This is what you're doing, and mm-hmm. people appreciate what sure. you're doing. I said, and I said, well, this is what we want to continue on. I said, the citizens of this county are not the problem. They're the reason we have a job, and they're important. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of getting a kick out of it. You know, people are pulling up and going, thank you for doing this. This is really appreciate you. And I think, you know, when people are letting their their commissioners know it it creates a stir to where people are going hey maybe we need to maybe we need to give this guy a little more money to to do more work for the county right well i mean it it is a hard job and i think a lot of people don't realize i mean especially in the summertime i mean these guys are out you know 100 degree weather and you're dealing with asphalt which brings up the temperature even more i mean you have to be dedicated to to go through something like that right and you got you got a great crew on staff now so well we've um like i said we've we've mowed 1600 miles of right away we've repaired 120 roads since i've been office we've striped over 40 miles and this has only been since september September hello (laughs) we've did we've done we've repaired and replaced a lot of the guardrails we've been very busy it's just a wonderful team, and I'm I'm just hoping people see the difference. Oh, well, I, I think they definitely do. Hey, we're talking to Toby Ellis, our Sumner County Road Superintendent, and we're going to, hey, we got a lot more to talk about. We're going to continue talking with Toby right after this with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Sumner County Spotlight on the Sunday morning. Uh, continue our conversation with uh, Sumner County Road Superintendent Toby Ellis, who just took office in September and has just done some monumental things since you've uh, been there. I think a lot of people don't really understand all that you do. Right. <laughs> It's right. not just roads. That's right. You also take care of the right-of-ways and the mowing and trimming and things of that nature. And we were talking. You told me a story about a pretty dangerous situation. Well, we were doing some road repairs on Pruitt Lane over toward Gallatin, over by Deshay. And this is just the willingness that I find that, uh, you know, people are willing to help. We were doing the shoulder work, and there was a cedar tree, and is a bad curve. And the cedar tree really blocked the view to where people coming in the curve they couldn't see around it and i stopped and talked to the neighbor i talked to him i said listen i can trim your this tree back and it's just going to look terrible mm-hmm. and i said but i i, I can do that because it's in my right of way but i i don't want to scab this and i said he said what would you propose i said well what I would like to do is I would like to cut it down, clean that area off, and I said, I'll bring my brush truck. We'll do all the work and take the brush truck and haul everything off. You won't be out anything. And I says, it'll really open this curve up to where people can see coming into the curve and around the curve before they get to it. And he says, you know, I really agree with that. I said, you probably will save somebody's life by letting me do that. So. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, we went in and redid, revamped the shoulders and did that. I got so many responses to that. People yeah. were so excited that we had done that because that had been a problem for people that drive that road every day. And that, people respond to that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's great. I mean, it really could save a lot of lives. Oh, yes. You know, I guess that there are some areas that you can see, and, and probably the police department would have that information, where there are an increase in, in crashes, things that happen at a certain location, then you start evaluating, well, why does right. this keep happening? And if you had a situation like that where they couldn't see, that's that's pretty important to know. We had a wreck on North Corinth. It's in the northern part of the, the county off of 52. It's a long, straight stretch that people can get up to a speed they're not they shouldn't be traveling mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seemed like i noticed there were several wrecks there in a short amount of time a lady ran the stop sign and a log truck hit her off of 52 and it's very dangerous she lived oh. but she emailed me and talked to me about it and uh, i went out there to evaluate it we turned around and put a solar light a blinking light on the stop ahead sign to give people more notice to be looking for it move the stop sign over a little bit i'm probably I'm looking to put maybe a solar light there that's flashing as well because there's been so many wrecks just in that one spot. Mm-hmm. And so I do look for opportunities to help people in situations like that because you don't want anybody getting hurt. Sure. And it, it when you see something that's recurring, that kind of gets your attention. And, of course, Sonny has been good. You know, he lets me know, too. And right. we got a great working relationship, and I appreciate that. But safety is the biggest key. you gotta, you got to take care of your roadways but you know it's our it's our kids it's our families driving these roads and we want them we want them all to be safe so if somebody had a situation they were concerned about what would be a the best way for them to contact your department contact the office at sumner county highway department or you can go on facebook sumner county highway and that's pretty new that that sumner county highway on facebook is new we we put out road closures. We put out schedules of what we're going to be doing, what roads we're going to be oh, working on. Right. I've already got about a thousand followers on there. <laughs> Jeez, um, but it gives You're pretty all, popular. <laughs> it, it gives all of our information and what's yeah. going on and what our plans for, are for the next week or so. But if you contact that and if you've got something you want to talk about it, just leave a quote or something like that. I mean, I've had so many people reach out to me, and I, I reply within the day. And I, you, can do a, you can message you on here as well. Yes, you yeah. can. Okay. If you send a message, it comes to me. And, and they I can will, submit a photograph. So they, they have this particular oh, maybe yeah, the stop signs you know, messed up or it, been mowed over or something like that. It, and know. it's a great tool, and people, people do it every day, and we respond really quickly. That's great. No, but I think this information, and in fact, I'm so so proud that you did this because it's just, you know, getting that information out there is, is the key. And of course, you know how much time people spend on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, during the winter storm that we had, I submitted some videos about the road conditions, what to look for, mm-hmm. and what we were doing. And I was really shocked. I got about 35,000 views. And... Man, that was wow. great. That yeah. was great, and uh, people were responsive to it. They're responsive to videos, and if and I think it's a it's a safety thing. The social media is our culture now, and people are looking for information. So the one thing I can see coming is you're going to go viral with Toby Ellis TikToks. <laughs> Do these crazy ones. <laughs> well, I you know I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, our litter program is something that we're fixing to make a video probably in the next month or so and we're going to try to add some humor to it oh yeah we've got a we've got a litter bug suit that one of our ladies will dress up in 
and we're actually got somebody kind of writing up the dialogue. You could talk trash. And we're going to be t- <laughs> we we are going to be talking trash. That's what the whole video is going to be about. And you know, Sumner County, I've I've lived here all my life, and it's something that you know for the last couple of decades, it's been a pretty clean place to live, but. I think if you will agree with me, over the last two or three years, the litter has gotten worse. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's the growing population here. You've got people moving in from areas that weren't as out to not throw trash out, but uh, or stuff that falls out of vehicles. I mean, oh you yeah. Know, how many times you see a oh, chair yeah. or a ladder or out there? That's right. But while you're talking about this, uh, in fact, tomorrow. Uh, Mayor Clary here in Hendersonville is going to get a crew going to do right. exit eight, I believe. That's right. So he's got a you know a bunch of people put a put a shout out. There'll be a bunch of people out there That's cleaning awesome. up that that exit. That's awesome, and it's something that we're pushing forward to try to to make people aware of. We've we've got a litter crew that goes out and picks up picks up litter, and it's something that that's important to us. It's a it's another. It's something else that we do. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. It just popped in my head. But are we still using the, the inmates to do, like, uh, cleanup and uh, mowing and things of that nature? That's that's our litter program. Okay. We, we, we have uh, a management team that goes and picks up inmates with the sheriff and their trustees. These are not – Right. Uh, <laughs> not these the are not these, these are people that have got a DUI or – done something very minor that's just serving their penance and they're out mm-hmm. uh working it off so yeah. it's it's nothing that's any there's no danger to it whatsoever and it's a great program and we have gotten a lot of a lot of areas cleaned up because of it sure and i've seen them like i said the lower station camp creek road i used to travel that all the time and you'd see the guys down there just with the big tractors and the, oh yeah the mowers and the weed eaters oh, yeah. and the blowers that's great and it needs it because you know when the growing season those things just pop up so fast it does it does so it's great that you can utilize that that help and it's not really costing the county that's right. Well, see, there you go. Oh, it, it's a wonderful program. So what are some of the things that we're going to be focusing on this point forward? This point forward, we're uh, looking at every avenue we can to get extra dollars into our budget to pave more roads. One of the things that I'm doing right now with a friend, he, he helped me write up a program showing the deficiency of, based on the budget for the last five or six years, basically what that deficiency has been in miles Mm -hmm. you know the county has a budget of what they have spent on asphalt and so i kind of put that in and right now our roadway system probably in the county uh, is more of a 15-year cycle now i'm doing some things and implementing some processes where i think i can get that up closer to 20 years in in compaction rates doing some things with tackle and and different things but because I've got over 800 miles of roadway, I really need to pave around 50 miles a year just to keep up with that life cycle. Mm, wow. And so what I've done just in the last six years, showing the budget and the miles that they paved, I'm showing the deficiency of what, how many miles they're under that level. So if you go year over year, just in the last six years, we're about 110 miles deficient of what we should have been paving just to stay at bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's a $10 million price tag. <laughs> yeah. Not cheap. That's not cheap. No. And so it's just I'm trying to be informative, talk to my commissioners, and let them know where we need to be to make the roads better and what we need to do to be at a level of, of maintenance and be 
be doing exactly what we should do to stay ahead of the game, mm-hmm. not be reactive. Sure. Well, I guess having that great relationship with the commission is is key there, right there. And of course, uh, again, it's communication. Oh, it you is. Know, and 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 meeting with them and letting them know where the problems are, because I'm sure they should be hearing this stuff from their constituents. Oh yes. To say, hey, we got to get this fixed. This road is blah 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 blah, and you know, there you go. So well, we get got, on the phone and call you. We got a good group of commissioners. You know, these are people that care about where they live. They they care about their county. Really, I mean, they don't they don't make anything doing this. They're they're mm-hmm. they're just servant hearted people that are trying to get out to help their county. I really see that they're trying to help me do the same well and, and again you know having these folks in and of course a lot of them are brand new to the job that's right so it's almost like they have to be trained right. and knowing where you're coming from right so having these meetings with them to let them know yes. that you're available for them and what the parameters are that they need to, to well, get in touch with you you know? you know the thing the best thing i can be is be as consistent as i can when any of them call me with an issue i try to respond to it just as quick as i can and get right on it and show them that they're a valued team member to me. Mm-hmm. Communicating with them on, on a weekly basis to where they have a full understanding of some of the things that I'm dealing with and, and what my needs are. Mm-hmm. And right now, we need more money for asphalt. And that's the thing that I'm pushing forward into next year's budget is improving on that and getting more dollars for the roads. That's where my heart's at. I want, I want to get to where we're in over the next five to six years that we're getting that average up to where our mean is is where it's supposed to be and we're not below the bar sure. we're, we're above it do they have any grants available from uh, let's say the state or from nationally we i work with the state aid office with tdot and i got a great relationship with them i did uh my first state aid project in the northern part of the county earlier this year and the state aid office spent 75 percent paid for 75 percent of the roadway wow we're we're doing another project in the spring north sumner and it'll be the same deal where 75 percent of the overall cost will be paid by the state it's it's pretty neat that we we have these people that can uh you know kick in because it is quite a lot of money and i think one of the number one things in probably any government city county whatever uh roads is got to be right on top uh, of some of the biggest expenditures that's right and it's it's a lot of work <laughs> it is what i'm going to try to do is two projects two state aid projects a year depending on on how big they are it's something that they're great to deal with we're working with them uh and teaming up with them on some bridging projects I'm looking into grants for bridges right now. Bridges are a uh, a budget breaker. I'm very thankful to have opportunities to where I can work with the state and get federal grants to help me with them projects. Well, and one of the good things we we haven't had any uh, big trucks taking down bridges or smashing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's a good thing. <laughs> we're actually Sumner County's in pretty good shape with their bridges. Mm-hmm. That's one area that we're kind of ahead of the game, and so we're gonna we're gonna keep working hard to stay ahead of it. So one question I have, and I see this all the time, who's in charge of pressure washing those bridges? Because they just look hideous once the mold kicks in. You know what right. I'm saying? You know how that happens. Right. And, of course, you get some people to do graffiti. You oh, know, yeah. you got to go up and take that off. Yeah, uh, I think the state on their, their part goes in um, every few years, and, and they try to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Um, the county does not – I mean, most of our bridges are pretty small, so we don't yeah. have the issues that they the have. Problem, but. Yeah. But the state, they go in, there's about a three-year cycle on that, and they try to clean them up. Wow. Well, all I can say, it's a lot of work. 
It is. Job security, buddy. It is, and I, I'm telling you, I love it. I, I'm actually having a great time. I look forward to going to work every day, and I, I told somebody the other day, I said, when you're at the end of the day, you've done all you can do, and you're driving driving back home, but you felt like you have the gratification knowing that you helped somebody that day. That's right. That's the big deal. Right. And folks, you're hearing from Toby Ellis, our Sumner County Road Superintendent, and uh, doing a great job. A lot more work ahead, and he's he's on board with it. So how would they get a hold of you? What's the best way to, to chat with you? You got a phone number? I've got a phone number. Call the office. So is that the 452-2632? That's it. You and then you got SumnerCountyTN.gov. Department's Roads. That's exactly Just right. Search for roads, you'll find him. Uh, follow me on uh, Sumner County Highway. It's a great uh, site on Facebook. It's very informative, mm-hmm. and if you've got a comment, just just message me on that on Facebook, and I'll there I'll get go. back to you within the day. That's great. Well, it's been a pleasure, uh, Toby. Thanks for coming in and spending the time, and it's great to get an update. Well, Jeff, thank you. It's always great to to be able to come in and see you and your great partner for this county, and I really appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Okay, here we are with Sumner County Spotlight. We are back, and we're going to continue our conversation with Sumner County Mayor John Isbell. And he's agreed to take some time out to kind of go over some things. And I know since taking office, you've been quite, quite busy. (laughs) Got a lot to do. So what have you learned up to this point, just being in office this short a period of time? Well, I've learned a lot. I tell you one of the biggest things is probably prioritizing and and making sure that that we're prepared for things. So so I'm, I'm I'm seeing the need for more planning, and uh, and that's what we're working on now is creating planning systems to where where we're planning our work, uh, we're planning our growth. We have all of these uh, great things going on in Sumner County, but we want to make sure that that we're getting the information out there. So we're doing planning on dissemination of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to go through our website. Sumner County Tourism does a great job at, at putting events out there, uh, but we're working on putting the county in information out there in, in a way that's easy for citizens to get to so that's that's one of the big things that i'm working on right now I, you know in my review of all the offices that's what i talk about and trying to create efficiencies we we talk about those things about yeah. planning your work well i mean getting all the departments on the same wavelength you know so everybody has the same mission Okay, this is where we need to go. Everybody needs to be on board with this. And, mm-hmm. you know, having that open open communication, like a door open policy, I think is great, mm-hmm. you know, for you to, to get that information and how to structure this. But since taking office, I mean, you, you're going to come in and not major changes, you know, because you didn't come in and fire everybody and start all over. No, you know? no, it's... Uh... <laughs> We've got great people. Well, the fact you were there for so long in in the same building before, so you kind of had a relationship with a lot of these people anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. We had great people, and and it it wouldn't be prudent on my part to come in and and say I'm putting my own people in. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had some turnover. uh, We've had some transfers. And um, and getting the right people in the right spot, right? Uh, so that so that we can all work for Sumner County, right? And uh, so that's what we're doing now. Well, I think having a great team solves so many problems. It makes you know the work environment so much better. It's a very positive thing in a world of a lot of negativity that ends up coming your way. You know, for mm-hmm. just because <laughs> of mm-hmm. where you're at. But I think having a great team aboard, 
you know has to just feel good because the stress level comes down a lot yeah when you when you uh when you know you have good people it, it is easier especially when you're delegating tasks or things happen you know when emergencies happen we know who we have attending that emergency mm-hmm. and so i do feel better about that sure and of course you know you're only as good as the people around you mm-hmm. and uh and so you know that's um I think building leaders throughout these departments is what's going to make the difference. Right. Well, and you, and you were talking about emergency services, and I mean that has to be a in in the forefront because you just never know when a catastrophe can happen. I mean, you didn't know the water mains and that they have these water issues with all the buildings. I mean, that just, I mean, that could be pretty serious. Mm-hmm. But you know, we have this history of maybe a tornado flying through at some point. I mean, if that happens, hopefully it won't, but it could. But being prepared, I think, is half the battle right there. But you know, having your emergency service uh, people on board is key, and then you know exactly what you need to do in your position. Well, and and that's uh, it's important to to have good planning with that. And and our EMA director, he's widely known throughout the southeast as as the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a great guy, great relationship. And uh, and we have to make sure we get them the tools that they need when that emergency hits. Yeah. You know, it, you look at a piece of equipment over there and you're thinking, you know, why? Why do you need that? Well, you know, he, he can walk you through there and he can give you a story on that equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can give you a story. This is where we saved the children. We used this to save the children out of the school bus, you know, and, and he can go through all of them. Sure. And, uh, and and easily justify the investment that we've made in EMA. And one thing, uh, one thing about that department is, um, you know, we constantly prepare for emergencies. So we just had a class with TEMA that I hosted with other mayors and had other county mayors in. And T- TEMA taught a program on executive level of what we do okay. in the emergency process because right. uh, – you know, we're not trained to go out and do swift water rescue or, or you know, we don't have the equipment. You know, we rely on our professionals. Uh, but there are things that executives do as far as the planning and the dissemination of information. Uh, so we, we work on all those things. We don't wait for the emergency to happen. Right. Well, too, I think it, 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 the first thing that came to mind while you were talking is, is having this this training. It's an ongoing training with police and fire, mm-hmm. EMS, all of that. It's, it's constantly training because – Heaven forbid, we get a school shooting situation. Mm-hmm. And you know how some officials were criticized in one of the big ones recently, mm-hmm. and they're they're not living that down because of the response time and things like that. And I think our, our, our personnel that we have here in Sumner County are top-notch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're on board with this. Yeah. I agree, and, and they do constantly train for these things. So I, I agree with you 100%. Well, and I think, like you said before, having good staff, having – the proper training, which in a lot of cases is an ongoing training basis, you know, with especially with with police and fire, you know, my past history, you just you kind of know that you got to keep up to date with things. But on a on a county level, I mean, there's uh, training in just about every department, whether it be public works, you know, roads, you know, and I know Toby's on board with uh, a lot of this training uh, to mm-hmm. stay up to date with the latest technology and things you have to do. Yeah, there there's uh, a lot of conferences that provide opportunities for that and it provides opportunities to see vendors and look at equipment and Mm -hmm. products that can help create the models that we want in sumner county Mm -hmm. Um, i think those are important Uh, one of the biggest things when i was assessor was education so you know i really encourage education at all levels 
uh, because it's it's important that we know know our job and know how to perform our job. And speaking of education, <laughs> in our latest uh, Sumner County uh, schools, I know since Dr. Phillips has departed, uh, what is our status on the school situation? Well, they're they're conducting a national search oh, right now. National, the school, wow. the school board's in charge of that. I think they did a survey of people internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, so they're going through that process. I think they have a standard process in place that they're okay. going through. Uh, and ultimately, they're going to pick a, pick a school director. Well, you know, the school system here in Sumner County is, like, top-notch. I mean, it's hard to beat mm-hmm. everything that I've heard. And, of course, with the new Liberty Creek school situation, I mean, that has just moved us mm-hmm. right to the forefront when it comes to this kind of technology, the new kind of school system, the quality of teaching and instructors that we have. Yeah, we, our teachers are the backbone of our education. You know, on the campaign trail, I always talked about that, is getting resources to teachers. And, and you're right, teachers, they make or break education. And we are so blessed with the teachers we have in Sumner County. That's what's drawing people, because people have families. I mean, they're coming here, and that's that's what's happening. And I think because of a lot of the taxing situations in other states, that's making us even look more popular. As you know, that's been in the news quite a bit here lately. So I think it's a, a great place to live, and there's just a lot lot going on here. Well, you talk about people coming in, and, and you know, I focus more on corporations. You know, I, I like to see our corporate entities enter because one, it reduces the debt on on the residential property owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it fundamentally shifts that debt, but uh, more importantly, it, it provides a more vibrant community. A more stable community mm-hmm. uh, and so when they're coming in they they look at just a couple of things uh, they look at first public safety how safe is your community and that's you know Check. I always <laughs> I always preach you know the value of our first responders mm-hmm. uh, and then they look at education uh, and then I think third they look at the taxes you know I, to be honest I, I really you know we are very well positioned financially in Sumner County uh, I think uh, I think our budget's great and our tax rate's great. Uh, our debt, we're in a debt reduction strategy, so we're really positioned to be ideal for corporate involvement. Sure. Uh, so we check all three boxes, and and I think that's a good thing. Now, when you were talking, it made me think: Do we have a rainy day fund or slush fund or? Like a well, reserve we, that we use. Yeah, yeah, we're by law we're required to, okay. to maintain the reserve fund. Okay, and so we do have we have a very healthy reserve fund. Good. Uh, so uh, so it's good. Now, and and talking bringing major corporations. Of course, we've had Facebook. You know, obviously come to Sumner County and big footprint there. Mm-hmm. What other kind of uh, corporations that you can talk about? Might yeah, be coming to Sumner County. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult. It's really difficult to talk about a lot of that because of confidentiality with sure. with the with the companies. You know, obviously the biggest one that I hear right now is when's Costco coming? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to know when Costco. I I walked into church Wednesday night and and uh, walked in to to check in, uh, do an usher's role, and the the pastor came in and says, "When's Costco coming?" <laughs> And I said, I don't know when Costco's coming. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll be here when they get here. Yeah, uh, well. So I think they're working out some things with Hendersonville, and and, uh, and they'll be here hopefully soon enough. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of businesses coming to Sumner County. I think they find it quite attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some areas, 
don't have as much land as some of these corporations might need, uh, i.e. Hendersonville. There's not a lot of huge land for that kind of thing, but the county seems to be poised to to house some of these facilities. Yeah, Gallatin has a great industrial development section. Sumner does too. I mean, you know, they're they're getting close to being built out. You know, if we're if we're able to get the Music City Studios built, that's going to be a great yes, addition. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there there's room for that and and then you know you also look at the other areas you got millersville an exit off of 65 that Mm -hmm. really needs to be researched and and planned out for that type of development uh and then you go up to portland you know most of that industrial development part is on the robertson county side we should be looking at sumner county side is Mm -hmm. there something we can do to capitalize on that exit sure uh those are important so as we we look at sumner county you know, on this date in 2023, in the foreseeable future, what what is your, your vision for that? I know well, it's a deep question, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, um, I think one, we need, we need to get on our 2035 plan and update it primarily for the reason of protecting our rural region of Sumner County. You know, we need to have defined boundaries for growth, the cities are the cities are responsible for the growth. But anytime they grow, there are burdens that are put on mm-hmm. county systems. Yeah. So we've got to work together, and and find that balance and protect our rural areas. Right. Uh, so that's gonna that's coming up. That'll be over the next couple of years. It's it's going to be important. And uh, and getting these systems fine tuned that citizens are able to access information. Uh, citizens can start to rebuild trust in government. I can't fix it at the federal level, mm-hmm. uh, but I can expand it at the local level. Yeah. Uh, so I want to make sure that we're doing that. And then, you know, the county commission, fostering relationships with the county commission. Uh, so we've, we've got a lot of good things coming down our pike. Okay. Uh, I think our cities are doing a very good job. At corporate recruitment you know out in the county you know I, we don't do corporate recruitment out in the county really what we do do is is make sure that we have relationships with the cities and this goes down to our road projects uh, Sumner County's blessed that we have a great unified voice uh, when it comes to road projects working with TDOT uh, working with MPO and, right. and the federal government uh, to get projects to Sumner County to make sure our citizens have good roads. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we're talking with John Isbell, the county mayor here in Sumner County, and great things. So what I see is all positive. We're moving upward. Great things are happening here in Sumner County, and if you live here, you understand that. But, uh, John, thank you so much for coming in and visiting with us. Uh, it's always great to, to catch up and see what you're doing. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Sumner County Spotlight. I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. Uh, Just join us again next week at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings and on our podcast page at whinradio.com. We'll check you next week for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.